0: in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit one true god amen when we think of jesus christ we think of someone who is kind compassionate, loving, and merciful. However, there are situations and circumstances recorded in the Gospel where Jesus is confrontational, very direct. For example, he calls the Pharisees and Sadducees whitewashed tombs, rebuking them of their hypocrisy and pride. Jesus enters into the outer court of the temple and overthrows the table of the money changers. When he wanted to eat a fig, from a fig tree and that fig tree had no figs. He cursed it. So in fact, Jesus is after all, not always kind and loving. He does have a side that is confrontational and very direct. In the Gospel reading today, we hear Jesus and His words. Woe to you, Chorusin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if Tyre and Sidon had observed my miracles they would have repented with sackcloth and ashes Capernaum you were exalted to the heavens but you will be brought down to hell see here what Jesus is doing is cursing three particular cities or towns during his time Chorosun, Bethsaida, and Capernaum. Let's have a little bit of geography, shall we? In modern day Israel, Capernaum, Chorosun, and Bethsaida would be located near the Sea of Galilee. And the cities of Tyre and Sedan would be located at the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. cities and not only does he curse them but he sort of redeems Tyre and Sidon because if you look in the Old Testament the prophets came against Tyre and Sidon and ultimately prophesied their destruction and so how and why Did Jesus go to this extent to curse these cities? It is because He did the majority of His ministry in and Bethsaida, and Capernaum. He preached, He taught, He performed miracles there, yet rejected Him would not change and continued in their sinful behavior if Jesus the Son of God the Creator of the universe went to these three cities and preached to them about the Kingdom of God and they would not repent, change, nor leave their sinful behavior, then I submit to you, who would be able to if not the Son of God? So it wasn't Christ's problem. He does everything perfectly. He's God. It was the problem of the people. Those who listened to Him, those who saw His miracles, they did not receive the message, kept their hearts hardened, and rejected the Messiah. Similarly, in our time, in our present-day Orthodox Church especially, because I can only speak for my own family, we have a tendency to put an overarching blame and emphasis On the priests or on the bishops when the church isn't growing when there are problems in the diocese or problems in the parish there are times when leadership is a serious issue but I want to submit to you today that we as a people responsibility for our faith. We have to look within ourselves and say, am I growing as a Christian? Am I taking this Orthodox faith in a way that it is changing my life? the priest, the pastor, the bishop and possibly say the servant could be better. We need a better choir. The Acha needs to connect with the people a little bit more. The strategy has to be better. It's true, those things or rather elements are there. But are we as a people taking the responsibility that we need to take and not put the blame on someone else? How do we do this? One is by gospel conviction. In the Orthodox Church, I have found in my years of ministry as a deacon and as a priest, that we're not convicted of the gospel. There is a lack of conviction inside of us. You have to believe, you have to receive this Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and believe who He said He was, that I am, Jesus said, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. There has to be a personal conviction about who He is. Not because your dad or mom told you who Jesus Christ is. Not because they cultivated this habit for you to go to church. Not because it's the uppity suburban thing to do to go to church. But no, I believe this. I receive this as mine. And when you do that, you will take ultimately the responsibility of your faith and the faith of your family upon yourself and not others. Leadership needs to be confronted. And in some cases, needs to be disrupted. There are situations and circumstances where that has to be done. But what I am saying today, in this piece, as Christ came to the people, did what He could do, placed the gospel and presented to them the kingdom of God before their face, Yet they rejected him. Not only that, if you don't pray Monday to Friday, and you come and you sit in church, or you might be watching church through the screen of a laptop, then you can hear the greatest message. You can hear Jesus Christ himself, yet you won't be changed. You won't be convicted. Why? Because the sacrament of prayer was not continued throughout the week. Confession is not there. So when we take this sacrament, the sacraments of the Orthodox Church, in a loose way, that no matter who comes to church, no matter who sits here, and no matter who's preaching, and no matter who's teaching, it's not going to get through to you. There's no sacramental conviction that I must take part in the service with my heart, with my mind, with my soul, with my prayer. I must do this thing, not only on Sunday, but as a preparation. When I get home on Sunday, I must do the same. And see, when you do that, you come to church, this can become real as the of magic. Listen, I got no magic dust. Sprinkle this, sprinkle that, do some hocus pocus. If that's what this is, I'm out of here. I got better things to do, my friends, on a side message of Jesus Christ in your life, then you cannot receive the Holy Spirit, no matter how good a priest is, and no matter how awesome his teaching is, and no matter how well he connects with the people. If we don't have gospel conviction, sacramental conviction, We cannot be changed. We cannot be renewed. But let us believe that these days of COVID-19, when we've had isolation, were days when we sat with our families, sat in the room by ourselves, confronted God, and repented of our sins, and made changes in our life. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this morning you have given to us, to spend time with you, in liturgy, in the hearing of the Word of God, we thank you, Lord, that you've given us this opportunity. We submit before you, Lord, all of our sins, our transgressions, our follies, and ask that you forgive us of our sins. Submit us, O Lord Jesus Christ, completely to your will, and change our hearts. To the knowledge of your truth. We ask for your Holy Spirit to fill us and to sanctify us before we receive your precious body and blood. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.